Hello internet type folks and people and welcome to another exciting and fantastical fantastical is that a word? I don't know. Uh, episode of The Green Rumors. Yay! We made another one finally. And and yes, I do realize that there is a 2-month gap between episodes and I'm sure you're out there wondering what the hell took you so long to sit down and ramble off pop culture references with a third person. Well, I know it took some time, but frankly, after you listen to today's episode, you'll understand why it took so long. Because honestly, I'm amazed we were even able to find the 80 minutes of time to talk to TC, because the man is ridiculously busy. I mean, he must not sleep, because that's the only way someone like him would be able to do so much in a day. But but you'll hear more about that in a little bit, as, as we talk to DC DeWitt, writer, comedian, uh, filmmaker, all-around uh, amazing, awesome guy, and now a playwright, as his uh, comedy musical The Princess Knight is opening in just a few weeks. Um, I highly recommend making it out to Burlington, Wisconsin to check out the show, because it will be awesome in so many ways. Like, so many. So, uh, for more information on the making of the play, uh, visit the Princess Knight dot blogspot.com that's the princess knight all one word uh, and knight is k-n-i-g-h-t you know like a medieval knight like you know oh isengard and other medieval phrases uh the princess knight dot blogspot.com so all right enough pre-show chit chat let's get on with today's show uh tc dewitt on the green rumors yay woo <laughs> other celebratory phrases and things yay Well, I know. Okay, oh, I, know. I just did an hour and a half of Midnight Sleuth. I am true. sleeping. Right over here, buddy. That's true. Yeah, the executive, right board. Down, TC. executive board. That's right. All of us are here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We could actually have a Ghost Map production meeting. TC, could you ex excuse yourself? Oh, for <laughs> All right. <laughs> what a great way to start. Hey, thanks for coming. I get the fuck out. <laughs> well, excuse me as they're discussing. Can we have the meeting later, please? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to be funny. Yeah. True. Without people. Yeah. So, ah, shush. So, so, Green Rumors. Green Rumors. Hey, another episode. TC, welcome to the uh, very second episode of TC. The, the very the second. The very second. <laughs> Not I just know. that first second. That didn't make sense okay. when I said it, I know. <laughs> That's good. The I... first second? The first second. So, um, we're going to have like a 2.2 episode? We'll have a second season. I, yeah, there you go. Okay. Breaking we will? Well, I'm hoping we get more than two episodes, otherwise this is <laughs> the worst waste of time ever. I'm kind of running out of talented people. Right <laughs> That's true, we're just going to keep it. I feel like it's my fault if this is the last episode. <laughs> no, no, well, no. I'm sure I'll just, I'll throw in like a little uh, disclaimer at the end of the episode that if this is the final episode, it's not TC's fault. That's <laughs> <laughs> just how it works. I'll know it is, though. I'll feel <laughs> it in my You'll heart. You'll feel it I'll in your heart. It. Like they're lying, man. Tear. <laughs> like little, little Lying. Indian we're going to start an internet rage fest by calling out someone far more famous and talented than we. <laughs> TC hey, DeWitt. You got so many talented people around here. I mean, just the Hayloft alone. That's true, can, and we were going to try to work There's like ways. fives of us. All five. All five. Five talented Like those people. folks down there who are, are waving. Hello, studio audience. 
We have a studio audience today. We're moving up in the world, man. <laughs> it's only two people. But hey. hopefully each episode we get a... Because the first time it was Kim. Kim was yeah. technically our audience. Yeah, so we so have one person. We've actually exponentially grown. Yes. So it, if we continue to exponentially grow... Are we doubling it every time? Right. Yeah. Double. So the, what? Yeah. Four people next time yeah. in the audience. Actually, if you guys could just move a couple seats over every few minutes, we'll have filled every seat in this house. <laughs> yes. We had a full house for this recording. This, this is so busy, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's let's steer our Ritalin train back. Into, oh, yes. Oh, back good. to the whole... Some sort of thing, so. point of it. We're Talking to TC Dewitt. That's me. Yeah, uh, that's my name. TC Dewitt, tell us about yourself. Where Where did TC Dewitt come from? Um, I was. I'm from Kenosha, just down. I could. Oh, I, I should. Should I be epic? Like I was born on a dark and stormy night in you the can. year of our Lord, 1981. <laughs> <laughs> there well, was aliens attacking that day. Pew pew! I burst forth from the womb. That doesn't sound good. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to aliens reference and burst forth oh, in yeah, the same... Yeah. So you're basically saying you are an alien. It's true, but I'm oh. a cool one, like Superman or something. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Can you fly? Except, no, but I get sunburned really easily. Oh. <laughs> worst... He draws his pain from... Wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> that's uh, not it. Worst alien ever. Yes, Kenosha. Kenosha, yeah. right down the road here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Born and raised in Wisconsin. I traveled all my life, so I didn't... I'm not one of those people who was born in their small town and stayed there. Uh, my I parents. don't know anybody who's yeah, like that. especially not in this area, right? <laughs> <laughs> I yes. traveled like forty miles. I've, I've been to nearly every state in the country throughout my life, and Damn. I live in California now. Although here for the summer, I'm here in, mm. in Wisconsin for mm. for stuff, cool things. stuff. You know. What are you here in the summer for, TC? Oh well, plug, plug, wink, wink, plug, 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 wink, wink. Yeah, for you. No, no. Although, if I am to understand your editing process, by the time this gets up, the show will be over. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, hop in your time machine. Get, get, right. get, get the Wayback Machine, Mr. Peabody. <laughs> and we're going to go back to uh, July 12th, which will be the premiere, uh, the world premiere, Ooh. of an original show, musical that I wrote, a two-act musical called The Princess Knights, which is a fairy tale. Of a once upon a time, hero, villain, princess kidnapped sort of thing, but uh, fractured from the typical, uh, instead of the bad guy kidnapping the princess, he inadvertently kidnaps the hero who was dressed like the princess, <laughs> so then the princess dresses like the hero to go rescue him. Naturally, that's Natu what you do. Yes, very yeah. uh, cro cross-dressing, gender role reversals, uh, and ambiguity. It's a good family night show. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, actually, it, I'm making it sound more Rocky Horror than it actually is, but it's, it, it is a family show. A lot of, oh, I'm lot so, of... so glad you told me that, because I was going to show up with newspaper and popcorn and thing to throw at the screen. We'll get all the virgins on stage. Yes. <laughs> what kind of show is this? And then we yell, bitch and asshole. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. language already. Yes. Already. Well, it's okay. Okay, oh, to swear on the show. It's the internet. It's the internet, it's, and yeah. there is no censorship on the internet. No, the series of tubes does not care. Yeah. That's right. No, I mean, no. we passed that bill. There's no censorship. That's right. No, Bill's not here. Oh, Bill. Bill was last here. episode. That's right. He was last. <laughs> Keep getting those to confuse. Come on, man. That was such a. Maybe this is why we're only two episodes in. <laughs> because we forget stuff. Forget yeah. who's here. Just we're, we. We can't... should have done that. Pulled to Kevin Smith and had a flashback episode to the first episode in the second episode. In the second. No, <laughs> like that would have been cartoon, exactly yeah. like Clerks. Yeah. See? See? Remember when we got trapped in the freezer? Yeah, that just. <laughs> I love it. So, Princess Knight. Uh, let's see. I yes. had questions about this. Yeah, you okay. have questions. Where did you get the idea for the Princess Knight? How did that come about? I secretly know the story. You secretly do. <laughs> we'll see if it, I rem if I tell the same story. Maybe I change it up every time. No, Ooh. you should. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it's a different reason. I've each always time. said that if I ever somehow end up being interviewed, I'm going to change 
what I say every time. <laughs> every time. Like, how did you and your wife meet? I'm not married. Because <laughs> <laughs> the last one married. you say, it's nope, like, nope, nope, that's different. Uh, childhood cousin sweethearts, you know, it's just how <laughs> things work. <laughs> My mother went to India and found one for me. Just she happened to back. be white. You know, weird. <laughs> yeah, not time. all those people. Anyways, actual so, back the, to the question. The princess night came from, I used to date a girl who lived in Minnesota, and I would take the six-hour drive to go see her, and then I'd take the six-hour drive home. And when we were driving together, she'd get bored of the music or whatnot, and I can just talk forever. So I would make up stories along the way. Good for a podcast. Yeah. yeah. I would really, just... he should be the host of the show because he's really good at this. Hey, we got a new show opening up. Do you want to take over? Oh, I mean, sure. uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of, of the You're now interviewing us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened to that old podcast you guys Well, I sold it to a guy. So off Green Room. Yeah. Anyways, okay, uh, keep going. Yeah, so this sort of started there where I came up with this fractured little fairy tale of this princess who was trapped in a tower and capable of saving herself. A hero comes along, and he didn't know he was supposed to be the hero that day. He was just looking for a tree to climb. And a, a villain, this monster, like sort of bear-looking creature named Hattrick the Horrible, who was a hypochondriac and OCD. So not filling the roles they're supposed to, this story is being told to a child who keeps interrupting and saying, they're not doing what they're doing. And so the reader takes the kid and puts him in the story and tells him, okay, fix it. <laughs> and really what it came down to was a lesson of you never have to be what everyone tells you you're supposed to be. Like, I, you know, you grow up and people say you have to go to college. Well, what if you're not ready for college? And people say you know, you're, you're supposed to do this, this, and this, like in this certain order. And especially when you come from a small town, it seems like a lot of pressure is put on small town folks to just follow. You do junior high, you do high school, you do college, you get married, you have kids, and da, 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 so on and so forth. I'm always a believer of why don't you do what you your heart tells you to do? Why don't you be the kind of person you're supposed to be instead of what people tell you mm-hmm. to be? And so that message in that little story kind of developed into what eventually became the Princess Knight with a, another villain who is going through anger management as opposed to being a hypochondriac <laughs> or OCD. And just it, 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 that was the seed that slowly started to grow into the play and the message is the same is that you, you, people think you people seem to think they know what's good for you but okay. you should know what's good for yourself and that's kind of the i was saying before it's a family show and, <laughs> it's be, and there are messages like that of course there's cross-dressing and guy kissing a guy and oh my god so and a lot of stuff like that but at the heart of it it is about that original little idea he had about a, a fairy tale message like that so that's where it began. That <laughs> How is long? Awesome. I mean, <laughs> I I have no words I, to say. I, well, I think this interview's done. I personally, that was I'm amazing. I, yes. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if if that will come across to everyone, but if one person walks away from the Princess Knight and says, "Wow, I really like what he did with that character," mm-hmm. it's different. It was it was more than the the cliches. That I'll be happy if I could just get one person. See, and that's good though. I mean, I mean, again, it. You know, if, if it's not, you don't want it, I guess you don't want an idea that's completely just, you know, this is obviously the only message I'm trying to get across. You know, if you have people who walk away with it in different opinions of what it meant to yeah. them, that's always good because then it's more, if everybody feels like it was personally to them, I think, you know, it's got to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got it. I don't need yeah, to complete my shoot. sentences. <laughs> Audiences don't like being bashed over the head. That's not No, yeah, problem. exactly. They and want the, they want to be able to walk away from it thinking Don't be a heavy handed indie film. Come on. <laughs> and there there guy. is something for everyone in this show. It, it's very much in the vein of something like, if I may, uh, Lord uh, Love Actually. Okay. Love Actually is 
every type of love story you can tell so that I may watch it and really connect with the uh, the mother or the the husband and wife were breaking up, and you might watch it and go, oh, "Those porn stars are hilarious." Right? And it's just you know me so well, oh, man. Just man is already calling. So, it out. Wow, I don't think that's the fastest I've ever been turned around with calls with porn watching and loving. That's amazing. Sorry, I just you, you had it up on your computer while I'm sitting here. Hey, 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 you're not supposed to be looking. Oh, damn, damn screen protector, not really blocking. Pro- not privacy protectors. Dan, I'm not actually having porn. Right, right, right. Stop looking. Yes, yes. I'm not I like watching that video. That's a good one. I love those four. You can. Yeah, to find people on the internet, but I can see, man. I got eyes. Wait, wait. The midget comes in next. <laughs> You're going to love this part. You're going to love clown. this. The clown. The clown That's another fun thing we always tend to do on this. We tend to always tend to. Like, can't we, we keep track of things? Correctly? We can't keep track of things, and we also tend to uh, pull in everything pull in else. Everything else. Yeah. We've commented about. Let's talk about burritos real quick. Oh, burritos <laughs> are good, you know. <laughs> I survive on Taco Bell. I mean, that's the cheapest value meal you <laughs> And it's it's just beans, cheese, and meat. And it's like on a tortilla. It's like 89 cents. For that, give me ten. Yes, thank you. I'm set for the week. <laughs> just freeze them every week. So, I mean, musicals been written for a long time, but usually they're by, I don't know, old people. <laughs> old people. By old oh, people. No, no, and you, by sure, are not old, I especially know. since your alien bio told us. And what you know, Jeff and I, we've we've written some independent shorts, and we've tried writing a. <laughs> The second half to nothing on the play within the play of noises, noises off, off before, yep. okay. and that's always failed. Okay. How did you? How did you do that, man? <laughs> how did I, write a play? Well, I mean, you wrote a whole musical, and you wrote all the music, and you did see, all the that's, music. That's and... what very impressive. Did you write the music too? I, I did. See, I, that's very impressive. And, but I won't take full credit for where the music is at now, because I my skill of writing. I had a, a band in college, just very you know rock band, four chord structure, <laughs> verse chorus, verse chorus, verse chorus, chorus. You know, like all that fun stuff. <laughs> oh, that thing never. Yeah, that's that's original. What are you talking about? Yeah, but just, so my <laughs> concept of songwriting is pretty simplistic. So I wrote every everything on the guitar and, and what little piano I know. And then I pulled in, it took me forever to find an accompanist, uh, someone who could play piano and say, okay, here's here's this song on guitar. Here's me singing it with the harmonies. Now turn it into a piano. <laughs> and so I, Eli King and Jameson Static are my two pianists who came in. I gave the music to and they were able to rebuild it in a way. So I I did write all the songs, but they were able to make them better. Oh. Because <laughs> so, I, I can't, I, I can't, play with two hands i can do the i can do heart and soul really yeah. Well. yeah in fact the one <laughs> the it. one song in the show i can play is sort of like heart and soul uh so seems I, like you might have written that one specifically <laughs> so i for can a reason it. yes you're like oh you want to hear something from my musical okay <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> oh do you want uh, another one like that play, same one again that i one could was play good. pretty much all of them on the guitar anyway yeah. so um but the, uh, what'd you ask? How did I, how did I manage <laughs> to write How did you do that? Yeah. Well, first Basically, I, stop being talented. <laughs> and give and tell us who us. you paid to do this. I, I surround myself by talented people. So therefore. We tried that. It doesn't work. No. <laughs> no. I'm not the, I'm not like Avenue Q was written by a couple of college guys. Uh, you know, yes, there are the Andrew Ed Webbers and Stephen Sondheim out there who like they have been writing musicals forever. Oklahoma, like, and you keep going back. Mm-hmm. Musicals have been around forever, but new musicals are written all the time. And so I'm by no means um, a forerunner of young people writing <laughs> writing musicals. Don't sell yourself short, man. Not everyone on the internet knows all that. I'm, yeah. I, I'm 6'2", so how could I? <laughs> get it? Because he's not short. I'm nah. selling myself tall. Ah. <laughs> I get it. That I could use sense. my midget voice. That, uh, midget. Midgets kind of sound like this. You ever notice? <laughs> so how did I accomplish this? Uh, 
Well, I, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm sorry, it's the body motion that you're doing with that is what's making that funny. Oh, but well, midgets have that while that sort of waddle, like they, they kind of <laughs> no, just shift do. their hips That's as true. they rock. Remember, and, I had a roommate. Yeah, you college. had a roommate, yeah. Little person, was Brian, little person. He was a weeble wobble. Oh, he'd get oh. drunk, he would weeble, but he would oh. never fall down. Oh. <laughs> kind of push him in the head, they do that sort of clown. He does. Rock it's true, he does. Did his nose kind of like, <laughs> when you no. like. <laughs> That's a clown. You're thinking, oh, all right, I'm sorry. I know, it's tough to keep him straight sometimes. It's true. Because usually they're in both. You insult a midget, they get mad at you, and they just hop on their unicycle and juggle out of your life. Like, you know, you can't. Oh, no. Where were we? Dreamer was getting sued, and we don't have any money. <laughs> All right, you can have the artwork I made for it, I guess. There you um, go. Do you want a hey, windscreen? <laughs> I figure if a lawsuit is brought upon me, or you guys should feel this way too, that means people were listening. That's oh, true. good point. Right? So, we're hoping we don't if we have get a, a lawyer comes with a cease and desist, you should be like, <laughs> yes, that we had people who were so listening to this and pissed off and made us want us to stop. Can, can you? Can it's you too give bad us the stop? Yeah, can you give us the list of those people? We'd like to just go meet them personally and well, say thank feel, you. I feel like Lars Ulrich is a good target because he, and he hates internet. So like, yeah. oh, he's not a big fan. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good '90s to, reference, but to turn them off. Yeah. <laughs> so let's reference things from not this decade. Um, Man, I cannot wait until the the new Star Wars movies comes out. Oh, you mean like episode one's going to be? Epic. Oh, it will oh, yeah. be. Man, you yeah. just watch. There you won't know, be any of that campy, jokey stuff. Like, I'd, I'd rather not flip this table right over. And break your so let's not talk. No about rage quit. Huh? No rage quit. No rage quit. Oh, no. No, no, it's oh, Jeffrey. Oh, no. See, he, oh, really? it's in my shoe. So upset oh. by the mere mention of me being upset by the mere mention of George Lucas <laughs> that you decided to pour a bottle the, of water down your the, shoe. The rage quit just went <laughs> all over my shoe, too. So, Well, I as I clean up, oh, you guys can um, continue, continue to so, talk. Talk about absolutely nothing like Thank we you. have been. That's so, how I roll. Yep, this, okay. This show was an idea, and yeah. I had, you know, maybe a napkin or two of ideas down. And I met, a, I made a friend out in California and a couple friends that came over one night and one of Mikey was his name turns and goes, Hey, you should write a musical after chat with me. And he goes, I went, you know what? I have an idea for one. And him and Candace, his friend said, tell us the story. So that night, the day I met them, I sat and told them what was the princess night. And those two encouraged me like, you got to write this. This is such a cool show. And so it, it sort of, that was about three three and a half years ago and i kind of started working on a little little notes here and there but uh i had um bringing bringing the podcast down here a little bit i had a severe injury yeah. that stuck me in a bed for months mm. and i couldn't draw anymore mm. i couldn't play my guitar anymore i couldn't do practically anything so i i had my only outlet for creativity was to write and so i said all right i'm gonna write this show now I have nothing. I have to do something creative, or I will lose my mind. So I wrote, "What is the Princess Night?" All the music, all the the whole script, and it was much longer in its beginning, its original stages. So, like the Blues Brothers script was originally a telephone book. Yeah, twelve <laughs> hour play. It was divided up over three days. And then over the course of two years, from that that writing process up to pitching it to the Hayloft, that was about about two years. Hashed out all the the nooks, nooks and crannies and just getting in there and editing and editing and editing and cutting songs and changing scenes and fixing characters until the Hayloft said, 
let's do this. Yes. And I went, are you sure? Because this is really, this is a big deal. This is a big <laughs> don't, deal. Don't string me along, man. Come on. <laughs> they, don't they don't say, do that. So they've, they have faith in the show. And, and one of my selling points to this whole show is that, like, well, first of all, I wrote it for the Hayloft. I've always, I haven't been involved in the Hayloft for too many years, but right from day one, I'm like, I love this place. I love the community aspect. It's so family here that I was like, I'm going to write them a show someday. And so when I came up with this show, I wrote it so that it could be done here or it could be done on a huge stage. Mm. That's how the script is. It could be interpreted either way. And But I knew I wanted it to be here. So as soon as they said yes, I was like, cool. Now everyone gets to play. Everyone gets to be involved. I want your ideas. I want your ideas. I want this to be the Hayloft's show as much as anything. It's not just my show. It's it's this theater's show. So well, I, know you were, I know you made a comment about you were writing it. Is there... I just thought of something. Is there is did the script or the story that you kind of started up started with when it originally came mm-hmm. to you? Is that is it still very similar to that now? Yeah. Or it, has it like evolved and changed a lot since then? Certain aspects of it have have changed over time, but the princess who has to go rescue the hero because he's kidnapped by a villain who's going through anger management, <laughs> like though that main story has stayed from day one, like the, the from the beginning. Uh, from the very first time I thought of this idea, that idea has stayed. Uh, it's the other characters that have sort of evolved the more I think about it. Like, for example, the the giant. I originally wrote a giant in the show mm-hmm. because the, the Baron has his cronies, the wolf, the troll, and the giant. And so I wrote this part for a giant, like <laughs> a big person. Uh, and Into the Woods does it where you just see the legs or mm-hmm. you hear the voice of God and spam a lot. And I had so much action for this character, I finally realized... There's no way I can do a giant <laughs> on a theater in a theater this small, and so just in, just as a whim, I thought, all right, what if it's the smallest person in the cast? I didn't change any of the dialogue and the comedic potential of that of a the tiniest person on the stage. Like if I could get my seven year old niece to mm-hmm. be the giant and have her look out, shorty, I'm coming through. Don't let me step on you. Like that, that idea, I, I just saw the comedic potential and I was like, yes, I, I'm not changing a thing. I'm not changing a word. It's the, I'm the giant. I hear you with my titanic ears. My elephantine fists. <laughs> and, uh, it's actually one of those little, like, uh, like little blessings with the, with the, cause it sounds, you know, cause that sounds like, yeah, cause you totally would assume it would just be, okay, you have a giant. That's what the part that you want for it. Right. But yeah, I mean, if you, you never thought about making it just be the smallest person <laughs> and it actually is 10 times funnier yes. than that character. Yeah, it totally is actually a, really... a great Missa who is, cat, huh. is the, is now the not so giant giant as, <laughs> as she's titled in the show is just, she lifts her foot. I'll crush you with these big feet. It's yeah, I I see all the comedic potential of just her pounding around on the stage as a giant. <laughs> Completely ridiculous. I love oh, it. So. She's such a tiny little person. <laughs> yes. Oh, it, cute little miss. <laughs> <laughs> so a character like that evolved in from the original idea that I had for it. Um, but a, a lot of the a lot of it stayed from day one. It's just one of those lightning in a bottle ideas that. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone has one good story in them. Everyone has one, at least one good story in them. And, and I feel like I finally, I found mine. I, I tapped into that and I've been riding this lightning bolt. <laughs> Hopefully it just yes. keeps riding going, which I'm sure it will because it sounds like an awesome show. Yeah, actually. it's it's really coming together and it it the first big obstacle is casting it. And even casting it changed certain things. Like I had one actor 
that I wrote. There's a therapist in the show, the anger management therapist mm-hmm. to the Baron. I knew exa- I wrote it for someone. Like I knew exactly what I wanted. And when I came here, it came time for auditions. He told me, no, I'm, I quit. The last show I did was so bad, I can't do it. I'm done. And I was like, but you are, you, I, the drawing is you, please. And, and it took begging from like every, every possible source. And he's like, no, I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. And then I was like, okay, time to completely rethink this character because I'm not going to get a pale comparison. I have to just go somewhere else with it. And the only way, one of my biggest solutions was, I'll cast a woman. <laughs> Can't get much more opposite than that. And uh, and now Libby, who's playing the therapist, is finding new things to do with this character. And it's changing what I had hoped for, but I'm liking what it's turning into. So is there anything else, anything else like that that uh, you originally wanted to do with the show, but you just you couldn't do or just either obviously you like the technicality of like the giant thing. Yeah. Obviously that wouldn't work. But well, the... Uh, the a, a full orchestra would be amazing like mm-hmm. when one of the things i did was when i was writing the music i used garage band which mac users are familiar with oh yeah so you create loops on there yep. and you can get the canned music <laughs> and i did one song that was like full swing band like <laughs> i was like oh can someone turn that that was the last song that i could find a pianist to look at where I'd be like, can you turn this into a piano? And they'd look at it and go, no. <laughs> There's like 40 instruments here. What do you think? Get out of here. Uh, but luckily, Jameson is, he's a pro. He writes music for a living. He was like, yeah, I can, I can do something. And he found a way to turn it into just piano. But in my heart, I'm like, I still want that horn section. That... <laughs> so maybe in, maybe in future performances. Say in the future when it's on Broadway. Ah. And they can yeah, afford yeah. that gigantic. Let's uh, let's finish this first one before we go that far. <laughs> I mean, so you got a three week running at the loft starting what day? July twelfth is the opening weekend. Yeah, and it's twelve shows, so Thursday through Sunday, three weeks in a row. Yeah, and you can buy tickets where? Oh, uh, you can find them at the Greater Tater yeah, here, yeah. locally, or if you'd like to go to the Haylofters dot com, yeah. you can get tickets that way through a PayPal. Yeah, or you can, uh, you know. Just show up and buy them at the door. That's also an option. Yeah, Indeed, it is. Right yeah, at, the, at the Malthouse Theater, located in Burlington, Wisconsin. On, was it Main Street? Main Street. I really got to learn this. We've <laughs> yeah, done yeah. two shows here. Oh. I never know where we are. I have it written down somewhere. Yeah. I always get the wrong address, it's like nice. email address, oh, internet wait. address, too. Uh, the Malthouse Theater at 109 North Main Street, Burlington, Wisconsin, 53105. That was entirely off his head, too. That was, that was, he was not reading oh. that from a piece of paper in his pocket. Yes, no. I do like spelling bee style where I speak into my hand <laughs> until I remember it. Yeah. It's like it's, easy. Uh, it's so you can visualize the words, hitting yes. the hand, coming back in your eyes. <laughs> the Malthouse Theater. <laughs> Located. Can you use that in a sentence, please? I know they're actually doing. They're it. actually doing. That's a that's a tangent here, but we are literally filling the house seat yeah, by seat, are. slowly, seat by seat. I mean, they're not all full at the same time, but they're full at some exactly, point. Exactly. Exactly. So we finished the three weeks. What's the next after? What's after that? Well, you're not the first person to ask me that. Well, that's good, but I'm going to be the one asking you on this podcast. So. <laughs> I I keep answering with the same thing. Let's get this one. Let's do this one. Mm-hmm. If if this one's a success, I, I'll tell you what. I'm inviting every high school in the area. I'm inviting my college professors to come see the show, and I'm all, all my old directors to come check it out because I'd love to keep sharing this with people, and I would love to see someone take it and do it. So that I'm just the writer who did it, and now I get to go see what direction people take with it. Like, uh, so I'm inviting other theaters and locations come check out the show and if they're interested then i will 
sell the rights to them. Yeah. But uh, I, I we're doing a cast an original cast recording where my film crew's coming in here and filming it DVD style. We're not going to just stick a camera in the corner and point it at the stage. We're doing multiple nights with multiple angles and editing it into a DVD so that we have a video to show people and the soundtrack and just just putting it out there. I, I don't know exactly what the future holds for this, but with with how much love people seem to be having for it, I, I would hate to think that this is the only thing it ever is. God, no. It's yeah, a whole, no. I've read it. I read it while other people are auditioning. Well, <laughs> incidentally, I refused to audition. That's true. Because I had a really bad show right before. <laughs> See, I lost another actor because of this one. <laughs> I don't think I'm the one in hand because he only met me no, that was last year. So I highly doubt it was me. I got to tell you, I had a nervous twitch there. But then I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> it was me. Was it couldn't have been me. He didn't know me. That's impossible. Um, it's hilarious. And well, it's, it's definitely going to go someplace else. But you're a hilarious person in general. TC. I try. I, what else do you do, TC? <laughs> well, I do do stand-up. I, yeah. I, I haven't got a chance. Because I've been so focused on the show, a lot of my other avenues of creativity have been closed for construction. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, stand-up comedy is one of them where I, I have performed in California and in the Los Angeles area and uh, toured a little bit, Florida, um, places in Wisconsin. So, yeah. Texas, Austin, yeah. No, ooh. So about Texas. Man, man about town. I know, excuse there. me. Everything's bigger there, I hear. We're too big for this room. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's my ego. I got it from Texas. <laughs> no, you're a, you're a ridiculously talented person. I mean, you do what? Uh, you do stand-up, right? You stand-up, yes. Indie film. I do filmmaking. You have a comic that. that you do? Web comic, yeah. Right. Yeah, podcasts. Yeah, you do a podcast. Yes, all right. Not not this terrible one. A one that's actually this much better. Good. Has the far show... more episodes than ours. <laughs> the show notes for this episode is just going to be a biography of TC it's and just links be to everywhere. Links to everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll be like our link, which is one. <laughs> well, like I said, I haven't been able to update a lot of my other thing. Like I keep having to turn down stand-up offer. Like, hey, perform. I'm like I can't. I'm not in. The, I'm not in town. I'm, I'm out of town. <laughs> I'm literally in a different time zone. Uh, can we Skype? I can try Skyping my comedy. We could, we could project you onto a projector in the uh, the comedy club. My my producer in LA. He he. I think he has a tracking device on me that knows when I'm out of town. Like he waits till I'm out of town and then gives me like the sweetest gig offers. It's like, dude, we got a slot at the improv. Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm like 2,000 miles away. Ah, oh, next time. Like, you know I'm out of town. That's got to be what it is. You just know I'm out of town. Like, oh, well, TC's gone? Let's see. What's a good, let's say Johnny Carson. Oh, Johnny Carson. What, the, what is this? More name? references to the early 90s. Does your producer know when you're out of town? He has a time machine. He's not letting you use when you're in town. Well, Mr. Peabody, like I said earlier. Quiet, you. Like, yeah, like, he'd... he'd TC, we have to go back to stand-up. Uh, Johnny Carson wants you on the show. <laughs> really? That'll make my career 30 years early. Yes. Wild and crazy stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. You know. Sullivan's calling me. <laughs> we got a really good comedian. On really, really, really good, good comedian. Shoe. We rearrange the Beatles for you to be on the show. <laughs> Might turn into Richard Nixon. A, a little, little bit. bit. Uh, uh, it's not I great. am not a host. Well, I'm sure back, back then, uh, people who did... Uh, it's like uh, everyone does certain impressions now. I'm sure back in that era, everyone was doing Nixon followed by uh, Sullivan. Ed, Ed Sullivan, because so, yeah, yeah, so, that's the natural. Yeah. Ed Sullivan doing Nixon. Yes. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> There's still one of my favorite things that TC does in his show is Stephen Hawking doing. That's <laughs> true. Yes, I do. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> I do a, one impression, because uh, there are impressionist comics out there, mm -hmm. and for the most part, impressionist comics annoy me because they do the same dozen impressions. Like, yeah. But me, 
I can do an impression of anyone. <laughs> Go ahead. N- you name any anybody, anybody, uh, and I'll do an impression of them. Well, uh, Richard Nixon. R- just, Richard. Yeah. Okay, easy, easy. <laughs> okay. Here's my impression of Richard Nixon done by Stephen Hawking. <clears throat> I am not a crook. Hello, I am Richard Nixon, and I am not a crook. <laughs> there you go. See, there you go. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. That's uh, that's how he does it. See, you I know, can do anybody that way. Lady Gaga. Yeah. I want your loving. I want your romance. <laughs> I want your romance, Lady Gaga. Yeah, that's how. how that's how I do it, right? That's Just how, for the record, that yes. is coming out of his mouth. Yes, yes, yes. Not cheating. I don't have a little he like device. Actually, yeah, he doesn't actually have like the whole like little computer or like the little throat thing. No, that's no. actually that's. He does not have a smoking problem that we're aware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Live is better because I'll do the hand thing. Well. <laughs> oh, I am Stephen Hawking. It's really all about the hand, is yes, what it is. All... <laughs> Nothing to do with the voice. No, and and you, know, you can get the you get the the wheelchair going and kind of like. No, there, Dan. I I like to finish that whole thing off by okay. wondering, like, what if if Stephen Hawking's was scared. How does that go down? Is it just a a a a a a a a a a hello hello I am scared I am scared now okay so it's just uh oh hello because I, I felt that was necessary oh yeah we have multimedia yes lots, lots so of amazing. lots of stuff whenever Video, Jeff audio. remembers that he has a camera around his neck he goes oh I should oh, do, I should be videotaping <laughs> or taking pictures of this stuff you know of the, of the recording when do the puppets come out I'm just a, <laughs> their next oh, how episode how awesome would that be <laughs> so it's a podcast puppet show no 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 just have no. puppets in a video blog yes. <laughs> oh, I think puppets show. on an audio podcast just works so much it on just does. a different level. I've heard interviews with Kermit and Miss Biggie and it's amazing. It's one of my well, that's favorite one thing. podcasts but ever. How does Jeff Dunham like do any of his routine if you can't see him? Like, I mean he's got peanut yeah. out and he's just doing the voice but like like if in that scenario he can move his lips. Like yeah. there's no Does he? Like that's the question like when I he's have, recording a CD is he still moving his lips? <laughs> yeah, cuz I've heard like he had like a Christmas album out and yeah. I was listening I was sadly I was listening to it. But I'm like sitting there going like I'm like is he actually moving his lips in the studio right yeah. now? Or does he know how to do the voice like while from, moving his lips? Like, like from the sound booth, it's like, I'm sorry, we're going to have to do another take. Your lips are moving on that one. <laughs> I could see them moving. Yeah, They're, they're going to hear it on the recording. Yeah, you're going to hear your lips moving. Sorry. Take 12, Mr. Dunham. Thank you. <laughs> I want to know. I, I want to see the recording of him doing in a studio. Recording his puppets. <laughs> I want to know if he has them with it. Like, is he necess- He can't do it without. Like, he's literally become so attached to Peanut that he can't do the voice without Peanut there. He has to be. He's so he's sitting there with his little table and he's maybe doing it's like Tales of the Crypt style, and there is no hand there. Like, he's actually attached to <laughs> like this bloody stump. Yeah, it's just... like hooked into Peanut's back. <laughs> he's a method. Ventriloquist. Method ventriloquist. Yes. <laughs> just, I'm not doing peanut. I am peanut. <laughs> I put on a mask and I become peanut. Yeah, I, I, could, don't I could never take my stand-up comedy that far because I love doing that Stephen impression, Stephen Hawkins impression so much. I'd hate to be like, all right, now for my Stephen Hawkins impression, I can only do this once. Crippled. <laughs> <laughs> He's a method actor. Oh man, <laughs> it's not funny anymore. <laughs> if it's it true, it's not funny. A special one night performance <laughs> for one night only. Do you oh, see really? it is everyone <laughs> by Steven. Uh, I feel like that 
joke only works for the minute that I do it. <laughs> I can do a callback to it later, but like, right, and now Robert De Niro. It's like, oh, he's doing De Niro. Everybody does De Niro. Even the guy doing Stephen Hawk is doing Robert De Niro. Yeah, he oh, he's pretty good. Better than Caliendo, I think. <laughs> oh. Ouch. We also have a habit of that, of making fun of people who are obviously much more talented. Well, we again, we make fun of them because they are more talented. Yeah, it's all jealousy. Are. That's what I always no, say. I'm I'm incredibly jealous. Jealous. Like, George Lucas can rot and burn in hell. He's so rich. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him. What a jerk making affordable housing Ugh. for people. Yeah. Who does that? Just to uh, piss again, off his if, neighbors. If you get a cease and desist. I'm waiting one sure. from George Lucas. I'd be, I'd frame that. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be right above all my Yoda stuff that's in my house. I, I'm so glad that the Princess Night is where it is now. Like it's, it's public knowledge. People know it's there. But if Disney came to me with like something, I'd be like, <laughs> like you must stop doing. We have a, we have a lock on princess movies. <laughs> we like, own the name. Everyone, Disney told me to stop. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> you say Wolf? We had Wolf in one of yeah. our movies, yeah. so it's ours. It's we, our intellectual right. property. All right, I meant Badger. <laughs> yes. No, we have a Badger. Come on. Oh, what don't we have? Um, um uh, you platypus? Have gerbil. Yeah. They have platypus. a platypus. Oh, they have a platypus. There was a platypus? Yeah. Can't, Disney's got a lot on everything. Jeez. Well, I guess the Lion King pretty much took over any animal in the kingdom. <laughs> it kind of so, took Africa is what it took. Yeah, yeah. so Disney owns Africa. Basically. Um, if, I won't if, be surprised. Well, the animals in Africa. If I'm to understand, it's just the animals. Just the animals? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not, not the country. So. See, and another reason I'd never want to go to Africa to begin with is if Disney owns it, it's just all one big theme park anyway. It's all one big theme park, yeah. and everywhere you go, every time the sun rises, you're like, ah! <laughs> Every morning, <laughs> so. and you're sitting, in your, you're sitting in your hotel room, going, "Shut, Shut up!" up. Is that the wake up call? Like the phone rings, ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, it's I'm just, up. Elton John, I'm up. Okay, thank a, you. It's our misunderstanding of Africa. <laughs> just like everyone over there thinks, like a. a wakes up Americans every, every morning. You know, every, every house. Have a rooster? I, I, I'm, Man, I California's do. weird. <laughs> they don't have roosters to wake them up. Yeah, they I wish I had uh, a Lion King orchestra. <laughs> John Williams just sitting back there, wait for it. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Counts it off real quick. Yes, oh, we have the be, Star Wars, of course. It'd be though. beautiful. Yeah, the Star Wars theme every morning. morning. <laughs> like, oh, well, like, here, here's a question for you: Would you rather every time you sneeze, it's the sound of a bowling strike, mm. right? So just <laughs> right, or every time you enter a room, you get Darth Vader's march? <gasps> oh, Darth, oh, Vader's, Darth Vader's march. Okay, but things Shark. to consider: flu season, your wedding day. Just saying. Yeah. If I had a choice on yeah. my wedding day, yeah. I would have done it. In all fairness, uh, the walk-in at the reception Chris. was to the uh, the throne room fanfare from the end of episode from four. A, from a new hole. Oh, okay, all right. Cool. I had a friend. We had the celebration theme. That was how we came in. That's I walked beautiful. in and I growled like Chewbacca in he front did. of everybody. <laughs> and, and <walked> in. <laughs> Which was hilarious though, because I only did it loud enough for the two tables right by the door to hear it. So those two tables cracked up laughing, and everybody else was in there going What's like, "What's funny over there? What, what are they doing? What's happening? Inside joke? Inside yeah, joke? is there something that I should know about? <laughs> is he gurgling? Is he gargling water or something? Dude, I know the Heimlich maneuver. I yeah, can just run help. right over there because he looks like he's out. choking huh? he looks kind of fat he might be having a heart attack I, I don't think his little sister can handle that I don't, I don't know if Sarah my, will be able to my friend Chad got married to the theme to Zelda like he nice. his, him and his wife uh, left the, the the procession out of was the uh, the recession yeah the recession I guess yeah something they left they left <laughs> the leaving <laughs> like when he opened up when they got like got the rings was it the opening the chest on no 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 they had, that'd be wonderful I, the entrance <laughs> was um, all you need is love 
and then the exit was the uh, Zelda. <laughs> yeah, I saw that my brother-in-law is the Superman theme. That was his entrance. Ooh. Oh, nice. I'm glad nerds are getting so much opportunity oh, to, sure. to shoot. And I feel like any one of those weddings, any one of those weddings, it's always the guy who's like, hey, can we have the Zelda theme? And the wife's like, whatever. <laughs> okay, here's the, here's the teal. Let me take care of everything else. You get your damn song, okay? Uh, We've created a phrase for ourselves, and yes. it's mildly offensive. It's called nerd cocking. Nerd uh, it's when you take out your nerd cock and throw it on the table for okay. everyone to see. Because you're, you're, you're now ashamed of your nerdiness. No, right. no. So just if I ever hear like a bing. That's, that's you. Oh. <laughs> that hurts my feelings. <laughs> there you go. I've complimented the host. Oh, table falls fair, over. I am Irish. Ah, oh, yes, it's, it's nothing true. personal. I see, and I am Italian. It's so genetics. That means I like spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> like spaghetti and you know, beating women. Beating women in the bit. street. You know. And, yeah. yeah you but lovingly. Oh yeah, lovingly. lovingly. An, oh, organized organized crime. Crime. An organized oh, yeah. crime. An organized crime. I mean, yeah. no. Hey, we can do it. the way they shut up. These guys over here with all That's why they're always so angry. It's, it's everything to do with how much hair is down there. Yeah. Like, you know. It's a lot of maintenance. It's a lot of maintenance. You know, it takes a lot of time to get this stuff looking good, if you know what I'm saying. Man. I go through so many scissors. Oh, God. Scissors? I, why would you put scissors down there? Well, you're Irish. I get man, it. Man, I use a weed whacker. Got nothing to worry about. You know? A weed whacker? A weed whacker, if you know what I'm saying, son. Weird. Ah, see, we were talking about penises, and then you said whacker. Ah, so it's a good, I see what happened. There. It's a around. penis. Uh, yeah, <laughs> wow, so we got off track. Uh, back to we, were <laughs> we were on a track. We were on a track. He had a very nice story about the baking of this. The baking? The, the baking. baking. There was princess food cakes. involved. There's, yes. There's, you know, oh, the, yeah. the, the princess pies. The princess yes. knife. Yeah. You, know you know, which, which when this show becomes popular, people will start opening up bakeries with that name oh, to be, cash in on the, the princess name. The princess knife. Yeah, yeah, shoot the heck out of them, man. It will. On. It'll be, you know, they didn't have it. nice to, you know, get some. Yeah, it's trademarked. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> I came no, up okay. with that. I also trained that or you are Actually, I, in, to go back to the, uh, talk about it. Yes, um, yes, please go back to your show. We want to talk Nate. about that. Ignore us. Yes. We're, just, we're just background <laughs> Your noise. Your lovely wife, Kim, is the titular character. The Princess Knight. It said titular. Yes, I said titular. You said, you said it's a fun it. word to say because it says tit. <laughs> Penises yeah. and tits. Well, this show went way. Uh, we're doing well so far. Yes, we are. This is yeah. actually a lot more successful. So she's trying to find all the references. I think she asked you to yes. help. Uh, and refuse to give some to talk about uh, yeah to, the, to, to throw your own on the table. Well, the the show is littered with because the. Another thing that the show is all about, it's an homage to everything I love about storytelling. Movies, plays, comics, TV shows, music, like everything that I love about storytelling, there's a reference in it. There's a line from Ferris Bueller in there. There's a reference to Back to the Future, Wizard of Oz, The Fantastics, Into the Woods. Nice. Um, Princess Bride's in there. Yeah, I mean, there's... Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, other right. songs, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, someone found the other night. Irish drinking songs. Yeah, okay. Irish drinking songs, which or is my homage. Is it Hoedown or is it's, Irish drinking songs? It's Hoedown. It's Hoedown, it's, yeah. okay. Which is uh, homage to my love for improv. Right. And, like the whole show is just filled with references. Characters are references. And and uh, so I really can't s- if someone made a Princess Knife Bakery, I'd be like, yeah, see, it's a reference to something that has a whole bunch of references. Now, give me some money. I live in California, and I work as a comic. And so you could just, you could just, you know, pull a Starbucks and sell the soundtrack inside the, the bakery. There see, you, now you have multiple, you multiple yeah. windows. See? Use it, man. That's a good idea. Don't get rid of it. It's yeah. reference. The I musical. believe it's, what, 100, you said? That's a good I, it's idea. It's 101, actually. 101. in itself is another is reference. another reference. Oh, TC, I love you so much. Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, but there, there are a couple in there. 
I actually had to tell her one of them because I was like, there's no way you'll find this. There's personal references as well. For example, uh, Sandstone, the, the Prince Charming of the, of the musical, <laughs> talks about all the feats he's done. And he says that he once drank an entire bottle of soy sauce without puking. <laughs> and I did that. <laughs> for money. Oh, for money. Oh, it was for money. oh well, at yeah. least it made sense. Yes. yes. Yeah, there was, there was some... to you do it just for funsies. There was yeah, some no. financial gain to that one. There was some sort of profit. It wasn't I bet just... you made fives of dollars off I that, did. didn't you? 50 bucks. Oh. For... Wow. Excuse me. <laughs> it was an, it I would have done it for 20. Yeah, it was immediately sweating. Just... <laughs> Yeah, a, oh, I don't feel good. Yeah, it's a lot of salt going in your yeah, body. Uh, yes, It didn't go. So, did just, your heart stop right away, or did you wait a couple days to stop? Well, I'm a thin guy. That's true. I, I run. I I'm a runner from high school to college, and so I was healthy. Uh, less healthy after I drank the bottle yeah, of soy sauce. Yeah, I can imagine. Up, my I heart, didn't, you know, yeah. I'm, quite, my, I'm quite sure my body would just go, ah. Uh, <laughs> you drink that, your heart would be like, that's it. We're out of here. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We're out. Thank you. I've had enough of your shenanigans, and I'm done with you. Goodbye. <laughs> you were not listening to us when your pain in your chest grew. We're just done. <laughs> um, hello. <laughs> it wasn't even Kinkaman, so it was bad stuff. Yeah, Come it wasn't on, even man. Good dollar, dollar store soy sauce. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> toy soy which is basically sauce. just water with like a little splash of salt and food coloring yeah, in it's it just basically. a bunch of packets i was like <laughs> rip rip 1200 packets of soy sauce later and i feel like that's a fear factor challenge or something like how many packets of soy sauce a jackass probably would do it. <laughs> that's how, yeah. i don't know joe rogan comes up well he doesn't come up with them sure but he just encourages is that people. even on tv anymore? yes it's back. Is yeah. It really yeah Mildly Didn't it go off the air yeah. for a little while? It's, when the, it's the world we live in that people would rather watch reality shows than. It's. And that's why I support theater See, and yeah. independent filmmaking. <laughs> See, and I'm 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 one of those people that I hate reality show. The closest I ever get to reality show uh, was an Australian renovator show. Oddly enough, called but, the Renovators. Like but, that's the closest to reality show I get. Was it? Was it Renovators? <laughs> it was Renovators. actually yes. Spell, and spell whoa, in the back row. <laughs> and for whatever reason, they used um uh they used uh the party anthem song. Uh, what the, uh, the party rock anthem? Yeah, thingy? the party rock party anthem. As the opening credit music, naturally, that's what you to do. a renovator. No, that's what show. you do. <laughs> and the hamsters are dancing. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a koala if it was Austria? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Do they change the commercials Kangaroo. down there? You know what, I, I have two that I watch. Top Shot, yeah. which is a history. See, at least that's closer though. It's I mean, on the History Channel. Does that make it okay? It's got guns in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think if more cats. reality shows had guns in it, it would be more interesting. Everything, including <laughs> tonight on American Idol. <laughs> well, that's the funny Real thing. We narrow it down to two contestants. <laughs> and, and we can't talk too bad about reality shows because remember, Joe's working on one. Yeah, now. I know. Our, our, my, my best friend Joe, who was the one that helped with the other show, uh, Sandra and Martha stuff that we did, he's yeah. uh, he 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 pulled the total California Hollywood thing where he graduated co uh, college and. Went out there for an interview, didn't get it, came back. They offered him another interview, so he packed up everything he could into his car and just drove out there. Just went for it. And he's been there ever since. He's been there for five years now. That's similar and to what I did, yeah. Yeah, Joe, just... Joe's worked on Pushing Daisies. He's worked on Californication. He now, he's been working on Happy Endings, but it's done for the season, so now he's working on The Real Housewives of Orange County. Hey, gotta, <laughs> gotta work. You but gotta it's work. a good thing, remember, because every show he gets on... Gets, gets canceled. canceled. Yeah, he has a <laughs> Joe. I apologize if you were listening, but you you're not. You but you're not. You but if you were, you Kiss do have death. this issue 
<laughs> where the shows he's on, he's on gets canceled. He did work briefly on uh, Gene Simmons' Family Jewels, where he was on TV. Yeah, yeah. For oh, he was cool. a delivery man, if yeah, I remember correctly. Because he, he's, yeah. he's a production assistant right now. Yeah. And uh, he was on Gene Simmons' Family Jewels, and they in the episode they had delivered uh, workout equipment for Gene Simmons' wife mm-hmm. and uh, or girlfriend or whatever she is. But uh, and they delivered it off camera. So they wanted to show it arriving. So they just grabbed the empty boxes. Uh, I see reality. Yes, yes. exactly. And that's yeah. the one that's kind of was my like. I mean, I knew reality show was kind of fake, but that was kind of my defining moment of going, what? "Okay, obviously this is not real." <laughs> TV shows aren't real. TV shows are not real. They yeah. are only in your head. Joe, um, Joe, do me a favor. Get on Glee. <laughs> God. <laughs> yes, we need to start a petition to get Joe on Glee. That would be amazing. And it's, and Can we start with like Jersey Shore? I'd prefer if we start with like, oh, Jersey, yeah, Shore. Okay, Jersey yeah. Shore. Would There's be other shows that you know, could be. The ones that actually suck brain power, because at least Glee is introducing people to music, which is, is good. Is there an antithesis to Joe? Is there someone who can keep shows on the air? <sighs> Not that we know. Right, Not that we know, okay. because there's a handful of them that he, that he needs to be on then. If right, there's an right. Antithesis. Yeah. Antithesis. Please, get he on to whoever you are. Actively get on Firefly. Get on Community, please. You yeah. know, oh, the show on make sure Dan Harmon comes back. Yes, he's gone, please. Which is very depressing. <laughs> you know, oh, actually, why don't we talk about that for a second? <laughs> if we can't, because I... Hang on a minute. We have to talk about Community. I want to defend NBC's choice to replace him. Now, I don't necessarily think it's a great idea, because... Milwaukee, you know, Marquette, Dan, Dan Harmon. Yep. Amazing that uh, that was the chair. <laughs> um, I swear. But they NBC got two showrunners who have been on successful long-running TV series mm-hmm. and brought them on the community. So that might be NBC's way of saying, look, we want the show to stay on the air. It just needs to be run by someone who has experience in keeping, in the keeping show on stuff on the air. Right. So that's the only defense I could say. Definitely. I'm just afraid of losing what Dan Harmon brought to yeah, the show, yeah. which is basically, you know, the quirkiness. Everything. That yeah. is, the paintball episodes, the conspiracy yeah. theory episode, which is by far my favorite so far. Still. <laughs> the pillow fight one, which was just... The, it was a Civil War documentary. I know. Come on, Keith David awesome did the freaking voiceover. Yeah. Oh. My, only concern, my only concern with him, if they want to keep... Because, like, again, and I'm, I'm, believe me, I'm, I'm the one of the people that I love. I, when I find a show that I love, I want it to keep going. Yeah. I, I, I hate seeing shows that I love end. Right. So, But at the same time, I don't want to see the show outrun its... Overstates well. No, overstates well. Exactly. But I know Harmon would do that. If he knew if it was going down, he'd ask to get it canceled, which is weird. Yeah. But awesome, you know. But I'm just wondering, because it it is only a four-year school, what are they going to do if they want to keep it going? Are the characters going to hang around? It's a community community college. I mean, I guess assume there'd be like a four-year. They're self-referential to that. I mean, it's really community colleges should be a two-year school. Oh, that's a good point, actually. But they made a reference that in the last episode, the Shutter Island episode, where it's like, You've been at a, four, a two-year college for three years. Why does everyone keep saying that? They're like they're aware of that, but there's you know changing majors. You have to start over. Um, there's summer school. There's yeah. there's different ways. For example, there's a whole season of Saved by the Bell that took place over the summer, so they managed to get another season in there. Oh, good point. Not I think being people at school. who watch Saved by the Bell would disagree with you. <laughs> uh, I think that's kind of like the second two Matrix movies. They didn't actually happen. They made another Matrix? Nope. They, no, the, they an, no. the Animatrix. Is that yeah, what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That, okay. that was, that was, good. That was yeah, only one, though. They didn't... Yeah, I, I almost wish that they would make a sequel sometime. Eh, forget it. But the Matrix is so beautiful, I don't know why they would <laughs> 
<laughs> why would you want to ruin that? I mean, obviously, he's the one. It ends with him being the yeah, one. Yeah, right, it's right. perfect. It, it makes, ends. Makes he's talking to the sense. agents over yeah, the phone. Yeah, It's a really cool, he like, flies Superman, off like Superman shot. Superman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Why would you put a sequel to that? No. That wouldn't, you know, what would you do? Have him, oh, it's the real world. Oh, but then it might not be the real world. Oh, wait, but he might be a robot. And then he ends up finding, you know, a bunch like of CGI yeah. people who are yeah. in other Don't movies. Don't look CGI. No. Save that for a Dragon Ball Z movie. Oh, like that one. Come on, dude. Seriously. up for it. The only problem is the movie would be 12 hours long and there'd only be like three lines of dialogue and only uh, one scene. Uh, yeah, and everything is just everybody amping up to something. Plus and then... you have, have to people in the audience putting their hands up to share the energy, you know. <laughs> Are these Dragon met... Ball Z references doing anything? <laughs> <laughs> Spirit Ball! <laughs> <laughs> the, Thanks, Colin! The, the, main, the anime episode of Community was great. The pinball. Oh, yes. The, doing the, the action lines so and the... Ah. <laughs> I love the anime. I, loved, I liked the video game episode that they did. The oh, that was, yeah, I liked that it was... Like, I didn't expect it. I was expecting the continuation of the story that was before. Yeah, where right. they were thinking that they were in the, you know, the, the Saint Asana yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and it was no, just it was like... Just extra episode. Video game episode. <laughs> See, that's why I think the show could go... Is, there's always going to be another reference. And not only that, they can do the same thing twice completely differently. They did two clip episodes mm-hmm. completely different of each other. Yes. In the, in the f- second season, they did the clip episode, which they basically kept the same camera angles whenever they switched to a... Remember when we went to the Dude Ranch? Remember when we took over to the Glee Club? <laughs> Remember when we had to go to that nursery? And, yep. like they, and they found a way to do the clip episode that way. But then the Shutter Island clip episode was completely different. Where yep. Yeah, like that's so <clears throat> genius of the, of the writers that they could find a way to do another reference the same way differently oh. so or like, and like the paintball I mean they did two paintball episodes and they were two different genres three, oh, they did yeah. three that's right I forgot that it was a monster and boy who didn't start watching Community hey, from the beginning hey, shut hey, up no, no not everyone jumped on on, on the train uh, early they, they got on the, the second station but see yeah. I, I was always told to watch Community oh, and I just so I, it was one of those it was one of those shows and there's been a couple of them that have been like this where I tried getting like I what I was told numerous times. I'm like, okay. I sat down. I tried watching it, and yeah. I got like I got an episode into it, and I was just like, I'm not in the right mindset yeah. to watch this. I'm you know I'm not getting it. I'm not catching it, and I I shelved it for a while, and then I started rewatching Community. I was working on stuff, and I just always had it on as background noise. Yeah. And it was the uh, it was the paintball episode, the first the original the first, one. The original, yeah. Um, and I'm like I'm listening to it, and I like I kind of like looked up, and I saw that he was going out. He said he was going to go out to his car for a nap, and like it got quiet, and it got dramatic music, and I stopped what I was working on. I just kind of looked at it and went. What the hell is going on? <laughs> and I, I, I stopped working the rest of the night. And I watched like four more episodes, and I fell in love with the show oh, because you I'm can't like, stop watching. No, and I, I, I love the, the show. You now. can't work on anything else while community. No, community. You have to pay attention to community. I always throw, I always throw TV shows that I want to watch on in the background. I kind of watch them and I listen to them. But community is the one that it's like computers off. We're watching TV. <laughs> Let's, see, yeah. Let's watch this stuff. And yeah. It's awesome. I love it. How many Beetlejuice? <laughs> Uh, yes, the Beetlejuice joke. Be, yeah, the three I seasons. I love that. Uh, it's so good. It's genius. Like that's the kind of I would love to be involved. I mean, we're we're both we're all independent filmmakers mm-hmm. here, and I love doing short films. But to make a TV show would be better to me than making a feature film. Like I would love, and I you know I have ideas for shows, and that's so much more of a larger undertaking. Mm-hmm. But I feel like so much more fulfilling because you get to, if you look in the AMC, FX, HBO, Showtime oh. style of television now right. it's a 13 hour movie yeah. How, oh, yeah and it's character development and every detail counts whereas like syndicated tv shows they can anything on cbs can go on for 85 seasons and yeah. it's like cookie cutter repeat the formula you don't need to know a damn thing about any of the characters yep like i feel like being on a tv show being able to like 
I feel for Dan Harmon because that's his baby and they took it away from yeah. him. It's like, oh, that's got to hurt. I would love to do, I would love to work on a show like Community where there is, you know, where they do the references and stuff like that. Yeah. Going back to like what you were no, saying. Like, I, lo- I love yeah. that. And like everything that we do, like the Midnight Sleuth stuff, it <laughs> references something. There's it's some all kind love. Of, it's all yeah. homage. And we're it's terrible. It's, it's done on purpose. Oh, well, what? You're the Joss Well, movie. we've oh, actually on. talked about writing a, at least a short film where it's just lines from other movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's a make like, Nothing a story. that we've actually created is just yeah. lines we hear from other movies. Well, I feel yep. like that can be done really well. Or it can be done really obnoxiously. Yeah. And a perfect example of it not working for me, fanboys. Because okay. yes, the guy who wrote it loved Star Wars and he and he created these characters who just constantly quote Star Wars. But there's some did you see fanboys? Yep. yep. Did you see there's some element missing to yeah. make that a good movie. No, there's there's something... just something that it's clever, I guess, and it's jokes that have been but there's something about those that movie in general where it's like, I get all the references, but I'm not enjoying how you're doing it. You're that you're guy just... in the comedy club. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, tell some jokes. <laughs> this guy thinks he's some sort of comedian. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, And yeah. then you can have something like Community or if a, a Gilmore Girls where it's the references are like this and mm-hmm. they're so they're so smart in how they're presented that it's like man that's clever I could listen to that again it almost you just put Gilmore yes, Girls yes yes I put Gilmore Girls next to Community but Shank that's, been that's my way of getting oh. girls to watch Community I get this is how I get girls to watch Community mm-hmm. I say oh remember Gilmore Girls there's all those lots of fast talking references it's Community <laughs> and then how I get guys to watch it is go you're watching Firefly. Well, you know how that show got canceled because people weren't watching it? Watch Community. Or you're, the same thing's going to happen. Don't you're going to feel it. like an asshole. Uh, See, and I, I like, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm I like, a I like Joss Whedon stuff. And I like, like, I, I like Buffy. That's how I got into Joss Whedon stuff. Yeah. And I liked Buffy for that reason because they would do, and it wasn't obviously as, as much as Community. Community really embraces the whole, we're referencing, right. you know, pop culture and we know it and we're doing it in a great creative way. But I still like Buffy because it did, it did do that. They did make subtle comments every once in a while and references to movies or, yeah. or to TV shows or video games. And I, I did enjoy, I enjoy that, that style. Of, it's of all humor. out of love. It's yeah. all, that's mm-hmm. what Joss Whedon's uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Holy cow. Yes. Like that's yep. all yeah. a love letter to horror movies as well as a, guess what? You guys have to stop doing this. Yeah. It's been done. <laughs> Come on, Sorry. Man. Time which, to, time to think outside the box. Which is, well, I, I love that stuff. Like I love, you know, and I like, I like it when filmmakers or any kind of entertainer goes, you know what? This has been done before. You know, here's, Here's an homage to it. This is my loving embrace to it, but yep. you need to knock it off because yeah. no one's excited to see this it's anymore. It's not original anymore. It's cookie cutter. Yeah. You know? It was yeah. original 10 years ago, 15 <laughs> years ago. Like like the slasher film was original or like Scream kind of revitalized it, but now that's what every horror movie is. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, well, and that's, I think that's a, you know, there's other people, Pat Nodwell's on the Nerdist podcast, point yeah. this out very, very well. It's, Movies have just become a money-making machine. That the creative talent has—it's still there, and there's lots of awesome people in movies. But mm-hmm. mostly, it's how can we make millions of dollars yep. with yeah. an idea? Oh yeah. And TV and indie film, and more importantly, the internet has just become this brilliant place where you can do anything you want, and mm-hmm. it's always awesome. That's why I don't want to ever be in it. Uh, like I, I enjoy making our movies and our short films and our stuff like that. But I don't ever want to be. Oh, I don't want to go to Hollywood to be a director. You don't want to go. Oh, just no. go look at what Blade Film Fest has. Even. Yeah, and that's where I saw Sudden Death. Yeah, plug sudden death as many times as humanly possible. <laughs> sudden death. Sudden death. Who? Sudden death. Sudden death is. A, you haven't <laughs> sudden seen death, it. Sudden death. Because I, I keep forgetting to bring you the DVD. It's oh, it's, oh, it's the DVD awesome. for sudden death. The sudden, sudden death, which I think is at suddendeathmovie.com. I think it's called uh, suddendeathmovie.com, and I believe that the wonderful people who have made sudden death are actually making a web series called what is it? Research. 
I want to say it was research. Oh, I think no it's research. I haven't checked honestly in a while. I'll have to. But it's just the. I mean, Doctor Horrible is another brilliant yeah. example. Yeah, and that. Joss Whedon was a, that was during the writer's strike yeah. where he proved the Hollywood system is broken. Yeah. It's like look what we can accomplish and and be lucrative at without any connection to the Hollywood yeah. system. And it's it's. It's stuff like that that I keep seeing happening, you know, when going to the film fest and talking to the, the filmmakers who are, you know, who they take their film across the country for it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're getting they're getting recognition. They're getting known for the stuff that they're doing. And I keep talking to these people and I keep seeing success stories like Dr. Horrible and people are like, you don't need to be a part of that. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's harder to get. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, recognized. Yeah, but it's, it's a spiral. If you start small and you just build and build and build, you can you can spiral out. And it's how big you your net cast that you, you pull in more people. And, right. and like like you, I, we didn't know we competed against each other yeah. in 48. And once I, I was like, oh, and then I knew which one you did. I was yep. like, oh, we should totally, we need to connect. <laughs> we need to connect. We need to connect. I just remember hugging you. Oh. Once I, <laughs> when, you when, when it was like, oh, he's like, yeah, you're very familiar. Oh, it was in the 48. Well, you were dead. Oh, and I just hugged you. I just, I gave you a big hug. And I'm like, I love you. You're so funny. <laughs> Thank I, cause, you. Because I seriously. One tiny tear crept through. <laughs> because I just, because we were at, we went to the premiere. And I just, that was the, that was the film that I laughed at the most. I loved that movie so much. Thank you very I much. I love your uh, portrayal as dad. Like, <laughs> which movie was that, Jeffrey? Like, oh. It was um, uh, Seven Year Wish. Yeah, Seven Year Wish, which is still on my favorites on YouTube. Yeah. That's still on. It's just, it's still <laughs> like, it's there. <laughs> it's there. Like, I have my whole, like, little sections of favorites that I right categorize. Like, well, Badger, I Badger, Badger that. song. Yes. <laughs> Badger, Badger. But that's that spiral effect I'm talking about. About, like, we did the 48, we did Seven Year Wish, and we had a blast doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, the crew that I work with, uh, some of the funnest guys, like, and we all have very clear-cut goals of what we want as filmmakers and we took seven year wish and then we went to the milwaukee film festival and then we went up to the green bay film festival and we got to indian like we just slowly just started casting the net further and finding other independent scenes instead Mm -hmm. of trying to like submit to paramount which you know everyone goes that route it's like take the road less traveled and now that road is like it's the wild west nowadays with the internet just what the internet is now it is the wild west of entertainment because the Hollywood system is broken for filmmaking and network television. And look at what podcasting is. Like, yeah. this is, we could do this. We're, we're recording this right now. We're putting it out there. We are? And yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah I don't know if you know, the mic, we, we started rolling like an hour ago. Oh, we never actually said we were rolling, did we? <laughs> but, By the way, and the start of the show. Oh, yeah. right, right. Hello. <laughs> hello. hello. Uh, Jeff, Hi, nice to Jeff, meet you guys. Dan, nice Dan over there. And I'm here. Uh, this but, is the Green Rumors, episode two. Uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. And we are out of time. So. Oh, all right. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, yeah. it's it's what I'm saying is that we can put this out there and it's 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 for us. Yep. But we can get other people to listen to it, and then those people either will share it or they will be inspired to do it as well. Like podcasting, like what what we do as the Rewatchmen is not an original idea. We mm-hmm. just my Ben and I were like, you know, we can sit and talk movies for hours. Just just start recording it and putting it out there. And we found it's good exercise. It's good speaking. Yeah, uh, practice. You know, you get rid of those t- ticks, and you don't say like so much, and uh, 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 and and then we got people to listen, and then those people, and it's this, it's that spiral of think small and forget the big. You know, people, people always like I know people who, especially in California, especially out there in LA, who think I'm moving here, and I'm gonna be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, this ladder has a lot of rungs <laughs> on it. You can't jump to the top. It's not gonna happen. It happens, sure, but it's like it happens one in a million. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, a, I'm afraid that's the people. People like a lot of people are, are seeing that one time that it happened, and they yeah. just they get brainwashed, thinking, "Oh, it's gonna happen to me too." And we got and lots of friends here out there. Actually, we keep yeah. getting more and more. Friends well, you said your friend Joe went out there and he works. Yeah, he just keeps working oh, yeah. and he working and working, working, and that's 
it's persistence is such a key out there. I've been out there for almost five years now, and I've got a little bit of success, a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more, and I've done. I'm I'm happy with my definition of success, mm-hmm. and I keep striving forward. Whereas other people get out there for six months and don't sell a script, they move back. It's yeah, like, right. oh, it's it's too hard. It's too hard. no one's buying. It's like you know you have to throw that script in front of everyone. You have to keep pushing it on people and if they don't want it make it yourself yes yeah. it's, it's good because tc you finally made it i'm happy to say you're on the green rumor yeah ah, yeah this is the top of the Five line years yeah. in the making take that mom yeah <laughs> that, you, you said know, i'd never make some of myself you know you know like use empty- your degree <laughs> ah. <laughs> get rid of that empty spot you were gonna put your oscar on and just put this digital episode right there on a, on a thumb drive on a thumb drive and put it there and say the green rumors mom i made it you know <laughs> <laughs> there's our episode title there's right our there. episode. mom i made it <laughs> so uh, going out, you went you left for let's talk about you going out to california okay right okay because that way we can actually talk about you some more, oh. not just how awesome the internet <laughs> yeah. is. As love, much as I love, love the internet, <laughs> it's great. Uh, real quick before we do that, we so, need to do like a crossover episode sometime so we can. Was just, that anyway? Sorry, keep going. Was that always your plan? Is roll out to California as soon as you get out of high school, or what? Well, not necessarily. I I graduated high school. Went to I went to Parkside for writing. Um, I I did theater there. I I was on a running scholarship, so I. Had a full ride for, so I didn't have to worry about paying for school. So that was kind of cool. I don't like this guy. <laughs> no, no, everything's <laughs> done. <laughs> I, I always knew that the direction I wanted to go was storytelling, whatever that meant, whether it was acting or writing or drawing. Some respects, I wanted to just tell stories. And after college, the girl I was with, we had, I went through a pretty terrible breakup, and I, I was like so distraught. I mean, we did for four years and I thought I was going to marry her mm. and it did not end well. Um, uh, s- stuff that would end up in a script someday. And it's already <laughs> ended up in one of the books I wrote, but I, most of my stuff comes from sometimes. So. Yeah, r- real life, you know, yeah. truth is stranger than fiction, but unless it's that movie, stranger than fiction. And then it's not and the fiction, stranger than the truth. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's and Will Ferrell is just, you made my head hurt, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My brain just broke. Uh, okay. Anyways. Well, I, for how broken I was, yep. speaking of breaking, wow, my heart broken, my, my emotionally distraught, just like ruined things that I was like, time to make a big change. And I'm just going to sell everything I can pack up my truck, move to LA and see what happens. So in a matter of a week, I made the decision. I worked. I was working for the Kenosha News. Mm-hmm. I'd been there about a year. Sitting in a cubicle wearing a tie every day is not for me. Yeah. And I was like, this is it. I'm just going to do it. Didn't tell my family. Just <laughs> left my apartment, packed everything up. Has anyone seen TC for a while? <laughs> my, my parents, think, I was like in Utah and my dad called me. He was like, where are you? <laughs> well, I can't hear you. Not a lot of service in the desert of Utah. Click. <laughs> And it was. Hang out, I have to get my other wives. It was scary. It was scary, and I went out there and was just like, "Okay, this is the hub of entertainment. Yep. It's either this or if I want to go to Broadway, and I certainly don't want to go to Broadway." <laughs> so I went. I just was like, "All right, let's just see where this can go." I started doing extra work. Just the first thing I could find. First thing I got on was Star Trek, so that was cool. <laughs> really, <laughs> like the very first thing I did was extra work on the 2009 Star Trek with J.J. Abrams, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god." 
I get like, like a star. Shank should really I be out a, here listening to I this. Get a Shank! <laughs> I had a Starfleet uniform. Like when they costumed me, they're like, all right, we just got to go get your shoes. They left me. I'm like taking pictures of myself. I'm like. <laughs> you didn't get a red shirt, did you? I was a red shirt. Oh! Yeah. Yep. So you're not coming back for the sequel. Star Trek 2. So like that was just like, okay. So once I did that. I was like, I can do this full time. I can be an extra full time. They pay you like a hundred bucks a day to sit in a chair in the background of some shot for two minutes and you're there for 14 hours. It's like they feed you. I was like, this is the sweet life. Yeah. And and how long did that last? No, I survived on, on doing that. I, and then I found before a, you hated yourself. Oh, I, I my I get so starstruck so easily. Like I got to meet Portia de Rossi doing Ooh. something. I was like, oh, my I drew you a picture. <laughs> She's like, oh, it's so sweet. I'm hanging in my dressing room. <laughs> she went, Lindsay nope. Blue. <laughs> um, and, but I actually did okay. Like, it was just taking chances because a lot of people do extra work and they're like, complain the whole time. It's like, I could do that. I could do that. And me, I would, I would make friends with the sound guy and talk to the writers and get, and just learn. It was such a, it, I was being paid to learn mm-hmm. because I'd go on a set and I would just be like, wow, everything I knew about filmmaking is wrong. And I encourage anyone who wants to be a filmmaker, do extra work. In Chicago, they film all the time. Just find one day and you will have an education, You like just a whole new outlook on filmmaking mm. to see like, oh, the director doesn't do anything <laughs> at all. There's a sound guy and a lighting guy and he, he doesn't even put his face in the camera. That's incredible. I didn't know that. I thought, the dire- <laughs> I thought the director was the one back there. But no, the little clicky thing, the, you know, take two, like someone else does it. It's like delegating and creating an army of people creative people to build something i was like wow this is so cool and and i just kept doing that and i wanted to write like that was my my main goal was to be a writer and so i started going to comedy clubs and becoming friends with the the lower tier comics until they would give me a chance to get up on stage and then once i started getting up on stage i started getting regular gigs and just building from there and and it was I had a lot of momentum going, and, and I had, unfortunately, a very uh, life-changing injury in 2009 um, that kind of put a, a halt on a lot of things, but the end result of that was The Princess Knight, so I'm not exactly uh, unhappy with where I am now. That's how we roll back. We just came start. full circle, yes. buddy that's boy. We, that's how we, that's how, I don't think we can get any better than that. That might be how we have to end it. Uh, I'm afraid if we keep going, we're just, it's just going to get to the point where we're just going to be sitting here. Bad we're only like 48 minutes. We need more. <laughs> and The and, people yeah. who are getting this for free demand 10 more minutes. <laughs> and that's where we are now. The princess oh, knights. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely recommend anybody Anybody who has is listening to this, you know, all four people of who do, you know, including Dan and I, uh, yeah. to uh, to to actively to come out and see the, I have the to Princess Knight. Yeah, That's you're true. you're required by a law. And I'm going to do anything yeah. TC yeah. tells me to do. It. Yeah, pretty much I am as well from here on out. I mean, oh, I appreciate that. It's, minions, it's going to be great. <laughs> he said minions. Uh, I get to be I'm a minion, <laughs> right, Bill? That'll be our other. Hey, look, it's Bill. <laughs> well, we're about to wrap up. So, yeah. uh, well, if if you are interested. If you're listening and you're un- if you want to know information about the Princess Knight, if I may plug, yeah, go please, please plug. Why else would we bring you? Yes, on that's here? why we do it. The the Princess Knight is a production journal. You get videos, descriptions of the character and the stories. And I've done okay by not giving away inf- too much information. I have a couple full songs on there that'll give you a taste of what's to come. But uh, just to kind of get an idea of what the show is all about, what kind of what we discussed here, okay. how I how I got to the point of this show and and 
what it what it means to me. And so if you'd like to check it out, yeah, it's the Princess Knight dot blogspot.com. So plug some more stuff. Uh, uh, Twitter? Twi- uh, TC's Big Head on Twitter. I don't tweet very much. I'm not <laughs> tweeting's hard for me because I have so much to say. <laughs> but occasionally I'll get something out there like if a gay guy is wrong, can someone set him straight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. Joke. No, or or the last tweet I think I did was <laughs> I was watching Community oh, and okay. uh, Britta put the stars on her face and said, "Okay, everyone, let's talk to me." And then Candace <laughs> went, Candace went, "Oh, that's why they call them Starburns." Went, really, really, you didn't know? Unbelievable! I'm tweeting that. <laughs> uh, but uh, YouTube, uh, TC's big head as well. It seems like a theme. Yes. Yeah. Well, Branding's it, important. Facebook.com slash TC's Big Head. Uh, I don't think I... Yeah, I think it is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Hey, I'm glad I could help. And if you'd like to see uh, one more place, you can see everything. I collect all my videos and artwork and stand-up and movies and writing. And you can you can buy my books on my site is tcdwitart.blogspot.com. And that show has all the facets of my creativity that I like to just put out there. So... He awesome. throws it on the table. He throw it on the table. It. And that's and what happens. Yeah, that, yeah. Basically things. right there. That's what he did, you know, and I hopefully that reverb nicely into yes. the microphone. Yes, so. I, I hope that people are jarred. <laughs> Whoa, they're in their car and the base. They're driving their car. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, going to be an increase of accidents. All one all person yeah. is going to have it. It's going to be. You guys, you guys need to have more confidence in this show I'm because you guys are good. Thing. No, no, you guys are good. You guys are good. I, I thank you for letting me come on this. Oh yeah, I, thank you for I, coming on it. It's awesome. I can't help but talk all the time, so I might as well put a microphone in for myself See? and people to talk to. Exactly. Right? Honestly, that's why we started doing podcasts. Like we tried this once. We used to drive around our our city was so exciting <laughs> that we would get in a car. And just and drive, drive around the city <laughs> and just talk and talk. Nice yeah. way to waste a lot of money on gas. Well, in in the end of things, this is a record for you guys. Yes. If, if anything, oh, yeah. you can have this forever. Your grandkids could be like, "Wow, Grandpa Dan actually was a funny guy." Like, well, <laughs> now he's just a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me into the kitchen. <laughs> Someone put on Star Wars. <laughs> Make Grandpa Dan happy. <laughs> But yes. don't put it in that episode one, two, or three. Crap! <laughs> Play me like, my podcast. I like the lightsabers. Get out of here! <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. It's an epic space western. Shut up! I, I will promote this, guys. Not just oh, because I'm on it, but the get. You know, I I know what it's like to have a fledgling podcast and see where it can go. So I can. This is fun. I hey, think you guys. Podcasting is the future, man. I firmly. I mean, we've got. We have to throw big props to the people who came before us. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody uh, else who started. Yeah, the nerdist industry it. people and the Smith people and. Yeah, it's, uh, the spill.com is my was my inspiration. Those guys Carola, are everybody. I love Kroll. Oh, Adam Kroll, uh, man. Kroll has got a good yeah. podcast. Yep. I listened to him in California, and then his station got shut down. And his last day, he's like, "Look, people, this isn't the end. I'm going. I'm going online. Find me." And so I immediately followed him online, and it's like radio. <laughs> <laughs> radio like, who listens to stuff in their car. Oh wait, it's a podcast. <laughs> So, but, That's why you have like phones that you can put stuff on now. Yeah, it's or, the future. Like, Wait, iPods. You use your phone for other things? Yeah. I do actually. <laughs> Sir. The sad thing is I don't even have one of those fancy phones. I have a fancy phone. I don't use it for phone calls. All oh. I have is I have this one with a lovely rubber band around it Ooh, to keep the screen tech. from walking. Yeah. What do you do for a career again? Too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm an artist. <laughs> what do you want from me? Photo of that, <laughs> so with that, uh, 
Filmmakers! Filmmakers! Yes. Well, with that, we've been talking for quite some time, and I want to just say thanks again. We're still going, by the way. Come on, people. <laughs> but we are ending it! Yes. So, we but, still so, don't know how to end it, though. We no, had this we discussion don't. last time. We gotta come up with a, with a way to we end really it. We really do. <laughs> we tried... That's it, we're done. Yeah. I think. I yeah. don't remember exact wording. Well, cause the key we, is we to, to say it in unison. Because, like, uh, I couldn't figure out how to end ours. And mm -hmm. one of the things I would say is, like, well, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Like, And that became, I didn't want that to be our it outro. Keep your nose to the but wheel. it just kept in it. But I like the, that's it, we're done. That's a pretty good outro. I think right that's there. actually what our yeah. outro was. Was so it for the last one? So you could yeah. just say, that's it, we're done. Dan. Yes. That's what we're done. <laughs> That's it. We're done. All right. Well, that was a good ending. So, I like Thanks, it. guys. Thanks. Bye, that internet. was fun. Bye, Internet. <laughs> That's it. Goodbye, Internet. <laughs> Goodbye, Internet. <laughs> See you later. Then fade out. And fading. <laughs> While we laugh, we're going, ah, we're <laughs> it the so internet. <laughs> it's a series of two. If the Internet said anything back, I'd be worried. <laughs> That's oh, what it gets good, scary. Goodbye, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> For more information on this podcast, movies, webcomics, and more, visit our official website at www.ghosthat.net or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ghosthat.